You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, welcome. And if you're not, welcome back. I'm Alec Mappa, and my only job here is to say, welcome to the program, the queen of all things, Lonnie Love. You are so sweet, Alec. This is a wonderful week for us during this taping because your birthday is coming up. That's right. We're both Cancerians. I am going to be celebrating my birthday July 10th. Well, happy pre-birthday. And I have the same birthday as Sofia Vergara. So that explains a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yours is July 14th. Yes. What are you going to do for your birthday? I'm going to be in Ireland. I'm <gasps> shooting, so I decided, you know what, I'll just go ahead, film, and then I'll stay a couple of extra days, so I'll be over there for my birthday, and I'm really excited. It's such good luck to work on your birthday. It oh, is very good luck to work on your birthday. It is a blessing uh-huh. in this time to be working yeah. at all, so. What are, what are you working on? What are you shooting? It's the game show, Name That Tune. Um, in Ireland? Why are they shooting it I in have Ireland? I have no idea. I think because it's it's a tax breaks and all this other kind of stuff. But they are setting everything out. And I actually have to only do one Oh, you're show. not the host? You're not the host no. of Name That Tune? I have to do one show. That's because every it. time we turn our back on this show, you come up with 10 more projects, <laughs> other things in development. I've been following you on Instagram every week, and this week is no exception. And this morning on Instagram, you're wearing almost a RuPaul Drag Race inspired outfit. You're feeling very confident in your so far 30 pound weight loss because you're wearing almost like a gingham cat suit, like a bandana cat suit. It's very cute. Well, thank you, my friend. But you know what? What are you doing for your birthday? I'm going to be staying in a fancy hotel because I don't want to be in my house. I want to get out and at least for one night have room service and be treated like a queen. And I'm having dinner in a nice French restaurant in downtown L.A. You know what? That sounds like it's going to be excellent. So, Squirrel Friends, give us some love. This is our birthday week, and we appreciate you guys. Birthday week. Because we're going down. We're coming to the end almost, Alec. This is episode 11, All-Star Season 7. Let the people know before we talk what's going to happen. Okay. This is a recap show, folks, which means it's going to be full of spoilers. Mm -hmm. If you don't like spoilers, 
you need to turn this off, watch the show, and come back and join we us. We're giving a tea. Oh, we're pouring the tea on all things RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, before we start, I want to thank everybody at Apple Podcasts for yes. singling us out for one of the podcasts that we love. Yes, that was so sweet. We are taking over the world, Lonnie. Actually, you're taking over the world. I'm just going to be riding on your coattails. No, I ride on your coattail. Oh, nonsense. Allie, you have been you have been so great with me and very patient with me at this podcast because you Aww. know, you know Drag Race. I I do. been introduced to Drag Race um mm-hmm. maybe 3 or 4 years now, but yeah. you actually know, you know all of the seasons, I, you know I all, know of all the about it. You know, and you lived the lifestyle. I lived the lifestyle. And I did some research this morning. Oh, you did? I did some research this morning. Did you know that drag queens and drag in America has its roots in black America? One of the most famous drag queens was a drag queen named William Dorsey, who became famous right after the Civil War. He had been born into slavery, lived in Washington, D.C. as a free man. And started a drag ball in D.C. Really? And was known as Queen of the Drags. And everybody was always trying to arrest him because they were known as weirdos and perverts and everything, just like today. And at one point, he was arrested. He was accused of running a brothel (gasps) and was sentenced to 10 months in jail. And he appealed for clemency to be pardoned of this crime because it was not a brothel. It was a drag ball that he was having once a year in D.C. and everybody attended. All free black people went because it was the party of the season. Can you see this in your head? I can see it. It was all free people celebrating. And how they celebrated was they wore their grand rags. Grand rags, Lonnie, which became drags. And so William Dorsey asked Grover Cleveland for a pardon. They said no, but it's the first time in recorded U.S. history that somebody advocated for LGBTQ people to gather safely in one place and legally. Wow. See, us black people, we always doing it. And RuPaul has done it with Drag Race. And with Mm -hmm. that said, thank you for that piece of history. I love that. Yeah, and of course, that led to the drag balls in Harlem which also began right after the Civil War and became an underground phenomenon for years and years and years and years. People only started to hear about the balls in the 20s when people started going a little wacky Mm -hmm. and doing, you know, drinking a lot. Then Mm -hmm. they wanted to get even wilder and the places you went to go crazy were the drag balls in Harlem. That is your drag history moment (laughs) for the day. Lonnie, what are we going to be going over, Lonnie? We are going to be going over episode 11, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about the Queen's tic-tac. Tic-tac, yeah. chit-chat. Tic-tac, yeah. chit Say that five times fast. The Queen's tic-tac, chit-chat with RuPaul <laughs> and Michelle. <laughs> That's a lot. You know, That's we're also going to go over Drag Race Gives Back um, Variety Extravaganza performances. We're going to go over the twist that happened, the lip sync, the top and bottoms of the season. We have oh one gosh. more episode. This is the episodes we have been waiting on, Alec. So I want to get right into it, okay? Let's get into it, Lonnie. After the workroom, you know... After that last episode, episode mm-hmm. 10, the top two last week were Jinx and Trinity. Now, Jinx won and blocked no one because the Platinum Plunger is no more. It's gone. It's gone. So there's it's no gone. more blocks. So mm-hmm. Jinx now has, I thought thought this was really interesting. Jinx has five challenges and four stars. That means, Alec, that Jinx has won five challenges and a little bit of money. <laughs> You realize wow. that? Wow. 
I didn't even think about that. $10,000 a pop. Yeah. You know, I always think about money. Yeah. yeah. And she has four stars. Trinity is thrilled because she won her first rose challenge. She feels like she's in the finale, mm -hmm. but you never know because of the number of stars that she has. Right. Shay, on the other hand, only has one star. She thinks there's no way for her to get to the finale. Jada, though, Essence Hall, thinks otherwise. And I love that about Jada because she always thinks in the positive. She mm -hmm. knows that something is probably going to happen, which is what we were thinking, too. That's what I was saying last week, that there's going to be some twist. And we're going to cover that in this week's episode. But it will blow your mind. Jada seems like a really positive girl. Like, mm -hmm. in her season, it was the pandemic season, and although I enjoyed her, it's like, with this format, I've been able to enjoy the queens more. Getting yes. to know them more personally and everything, and it's just been great. Well, you see why they're all winners. Each of them are unique in their own way. They're winners in their own way. They're professionals right. and they're queens. So, yeah. let's go into the maxi challenge. The workroom day look. RuPaul comes in, how okay. did you like the outfit? Okay, RuPaul just exists in his own fashion universe. <laughs> There's this gold brocade jacket. He looks like a band leader at Disneyland or something. It's, it's very glittery. He wears black pants and gold boots. And again, on anybody else, if I wore this, I would look like a pimp in the Philippines. Like, I would look ridiculous. But because RuPaul carries it off with such style and confidence, I think that RuPaul's workroom looks are creating his own kind of fashion language. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Because this whole season, he's gone from, like, you know, what I talk about, Resort Rue, and then Hammer Pants Rue. Remember that one? You know what? I love that his style is different than his drag. I think he wants to definitely show you two different sides of himself, which is his yes. drag self and which is his self, which is RuPaul. Yes. And that's what I love is two distinct different looks all the time. Well, and I love that. Don't you him. do that in real life as well? Like there was like television. I'm on camera, Lonnie and regular at home, Lonnie. I wear the same wig all the time. It doesn't matter. Really? <laughs> do you do you go out in public without any makeup to kind of just as yourself? Uh, you know what? I used to. But, like, if I go to the airport... There's more pressure on you now. People want to take pictures. And mm -hmm. I've seen some pictures of me online, and I'm like, girl, uh -huh. get it together. Yeah. So it's right. like, ooh, I just a tree monster. Without any makeup, <laughs> tree monster, straight up. Tree monster? Yeah, that's, that's what first I call I've it. heard of that. Tree monster. So no oh tree monsters. Gosh. Put a little foundation on, you know, wear some glasses, right. you know, right, I, right. you know, something to camouflage es the whole Especially you know, at beat. the airport because everybody's black at the mm -hmm. airport. And especially oh. security. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean this seriously. Seriously, because I was on a black show on UPN. That was my first big show. I was on Half and Half for years and years and years. And I always get recognized when I'm going through airport security. And mm -hmm. people ask for a selfie and everything. And they tell me how much they enjoyed the show. And that's when I got, okay, if you're going to the airport, look nice. Or if yeah, you're going definitely. to Disneyland or a place where there are a lot of people. And if anybody's going to ask for a selfie, don't look like a dream monster. Don't look like a tree monster. So <laughs> what I love about this is that RuPaul comes in. He tells the queens to remember no matter what happens next, they need to remember that they are all winners. However, yes. this week will determine which four queens will be competing for the lip sync Lollapurooza. 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 Let's keep all this in the show. Lip, they, they come up. They, their titles are too long. Lip sync Lollapurooza. Lip sync Lollapurooza. Smackdown for the crown. And what I loved about this was that because I think he knew that some of the queens were feeling 
down, you know, yeah. especially like Shay, Shay, the ones that didn't have the multiple, you know, weren't at the top. So right. I like that he gave this empowerment talk to them right. just to kind of get them, you know, saying it's not over. You don't know yeah. what's going to happen next. And yeah. that's what I really like. And I liked. love that Trinity had said, it's not like you've been slaying every week. It's not like yes. you've been gutter Shay, yes. which I love gutter Shay. And it's true. Shay Coulee week after week under any other circumstance would be killing it. But because they're all up against such powerhouses and blocks and everything, the dynamic has ended up this way. Which is what we expected. We expected yeah. this. You know, if we did, yeah. It wouldn't have been legendary legend, so it's, right. it, it makes sense. But Shay's been kind of bummed, thinking that this is it. Yeah, it. And she was getting into her head. So what happens? What's the twist, Lonnie? The twist, the twist is that they're going to have a drag race gives back variety extravaganza. It's a talent mm-hmm. show. I love yes. a good talent show. Me too. Me too. It's my favorite thing. Have you ever been in a talent show? I've been in lots of talent shows. I love talent shows. I love attending them. I love attending bad talent shows. Those are even better. I love the gong show as a kid. Like, that's how old I am. Do you remember the gong show? Oh, yeah. With Chuck Barris? Oh, yes. that yes. was my favorite show as a kid. But any kind of variety talent show is right up my alley. They're each going to perform, and the winner will get $30,000 for their charity yes. uh, through the Paulette Foundation, which is this amazing organization that literally just gives out money to worthy causes. So they're going to perform, but there's a twist in the scoring this week that's going to make a major difference. What is that twist, Lonnie? Okay, this is the twist. We have to go to a break before I can tell you the real twist. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We're back and ready to talk about the real twist. The twist is that the challenges were three. 
not one, not two, but three legendary legend stars, which makes sense. We were waiting for this mm-hmm. moment. Alec, mm-hmm. we said something's going to happen something's so that happen. there will be some type of opportunity mm-hmm. for either if you're already a winner, then you're just going to blow them out. Or if you're right. on the low end, something's mm-hmm. going to happen. And that's mm-hmm. why this was so important. This moment was so important. So, yeah. you know what? I used to do a talent show when I was in the projects. We had this recreation center called the Brewster Love Douglas it. Recreation uh-huh. Center. And they would always, you know, put on talent shows and you get yeah. like $10. Yeah. And I remember, this is back in the day, I lip synced Denise. Denise Williams? Yes, Denise Williams. Yeah. She had yeah. the song Free. Yes, because I'm free. Free. That's what I lip synced. And I won. I won off wow. of that. Wow. Yeah, I will never forget that. Wow. I was, like, I was about, what, seven? <laughs> I know. In middle school, a uh, middle school, a girl sang my best friend Yolance Draper. Uh, hello, Yolance sang Chaka Khan's "Love Me Now or I'll Go Crazy." What's that oh, song? Oh, oh, Sweet Thing. Yeah, Sweet, Sweet thing. thing. She yeah, sang yeah. Sweet Thing. Love me now or I'll go crazy. And she was twelve years old, <laughs> which was kind of inappropriate, but she won. <laughs> well, th- th- it was inappropriate for me. I mean, when you think about the words, you know, whispering oh. in his ear, my magic potion for love. I didn't know oh, what the hell I was singing. No. I was just like, nyah, nyah, and, nyah, and I was just, yeah, you know, yeah. so I yeah. think I was always a queen at heart. <laughs> there you I go. There you go. Other kids scene. did more appropriate stuff. Some kids got up as the silvers. Oh, and yeah, did yes. Hotline or High School Dance. Remember the Silvers? They were like the that group. Of the Jackson family. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah. Look at the yeah. Silvers, you guys. You, Everybody not our that. age is going, what are they talking about? Google it. Listen, we're not here to spoon feed you everything. <laughs> Make an effort. <laughs> so, okay, we know what the maxi challenge is, but there is also going to be, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, yes. uh, intimate tic-tac chit-chat uh, yes. with Rue and Michelle. But first, let's go to the workroom prep day. Okay? okay? Shay now feels that they have a chance to make it to the finale now that they know that they have a chance to win three stars. That would get her. Everybody has a path forward. Everybody. Everyone. Everyone. And, and I was thinking if last week that was it, they would have said, bye, you're going getting on a bus. I mean, exactly. there would be no point. And nobody did. And right. I kept on thinking, okay, if there's only two episodes left, you have one star. Now she has a path forward. And I could see the fire in her eyes. You could actually see. Because the last couple of episodes, she seems kind of bummed. She seems yeah. kind of bummed the last couple of episodes. And this, she's so excited. Now, this is a variety show. People get to pick their talent. They get to pick what they want to do. Yes. Raja yes. plans on doing an Indonesian dance. Balinese. That's correct. Balinese? Is that what yeah. it is? Balinese. Have you ever been to Bali? No, I haven't. It's supposed to be the most beautiful place on earth. I saw the costumes. Are you familiar with that? I am familiar with it is a, a Southeast Asian dance. Uh, usually they're there to herald religious ceremonies or to celebrate the seasons or everything. And this particular dance, it's weird how I know about this dance, but I learned about it at Disneyland on, on the It's a Small World <laughs> ride. Because when It's a Small World goes through Asia, one of the countries is Bali. And they're doing the dance that Raja did <laughs> in the talent show. <laughs> oh, I love that. Now, Monet gives a preview of their opera skills and hopes to make up for their not-so-great all-star for yeah. talent show. Yeah. Do you remember? She she's gonna, yeah. I remember the talent show, and I remember her saying she was an opera singer, and then I remember her coming out to sing, and I was like, really? That wasn't that great. 
But apparently she's a trained opera singer, mm-hmm. went to school for it, can speak about it with complete authority. So I was really excited to see her do opera. I was really excited too. Yeah. Trinity says whoever wins the talent show is for sure going to the finale, yes. which that kind of made sense because it was a lot, you know. And yeah. Evie points out that Jinx is the only queen with a guaranteed spot in the finale because she has four stars. She has five wins and four stars and she's been blocked. And I think that you're going to get a manicure <laughs> because you've been sticking by Jinx. This is, I'm not getting you a Beverly Hills manicure. It's not going to be a Burke Williams. It's, it'll probably involve a Groupon of some kind, but <laughs> I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> So everybody's buzzing. Everybody's getting their talent together. Everybody's super excited. Yeah. And so now this is the time where RuPaul and Michelle have the tic-tac, chick-chat highlight. Have you done RuPaul's podcast where you got to talk to Ru just personally, (laughs) one-on-one? No. Ru and Michelle? I have. How is it? That's really nice. It's nice, like... Here's the thing. I can read a room. And whenever I worked on Drag Race or a guest star on Drag Race, I always kind of like the first time I saw that Rue was in work mode. Mm -hmm. It was when I was the first contestant on Snatch Game, maybe season two or three or something. And I was like, okay, I'm staying out of the way. I'm not going to bother them. And then more and more, we'd get to hang out and talk. Like, we've gotten closer and closer with each episode I've done. And when I did the podcast with Rue and Michelle, there were no distractions and we could just talk person to person. And he was just lovely. Well, that is the way he is and and Michelle, too. Mm -hmm. And I felt this during this tic-tac chit-chat because it allows you to get a little bit deeper mm-hmm. with each queen. And that's why I really love this moment mm-hmm. of the show. Because I think throughout the episodes, you see different people and you may think you know them, but you don't know all of their true backstories. Yes. And that's what was interesting about this. Yes. So going through this quickly, Trinity came up first. She went mm-hmm. from a small town girl in Alabama to traveling to over 30 countries. I love this story. Rue was saying, you know, Trinity was saying that she grew up in a very religiously conservative household, a conservative area in Alabama, maybe wasn't so welcoming to somebody like a person like Trinity. And Rue said, how did you get past all of that? And Trinity said, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. That's how you get around it. And it really makes me think about what a positive light somebody like Trinity is to all those people back home. Because you know there's a ton of little kids back back home playing dress up and feeling like the odd kid and now they can look to somebody like Trinity and go I'm not the only person definitely and Trinity is playing for Planned Parenthood and like you said with Alabama being very conservative yeah she also explained that Planned Parenthood is more than what people think it is for a lot of people they don't realize like when I was in college Planned Parenthood is where I would get my pap smears Yep. The abortion part of it. But that is a small fraction of what Planned it's Parenthood does. It's women's health. Yes. A lot of people will go there that didn't have health care. They go to Planned Parenthood. And mm-hmm. I want people to understand that that's very important, especially yeah. when you're young and you're in college or you're a young woman in high school and you don't have health care. You can go there and you can get that. It's health care for a lot of people. And they also have age-appropriate sex education. 
for yes. children and kids in high school. My kid, when he was nine years old, attended a Planned Parenthood class on consent. Wow. And just kind of like he learned, he came back, he was so sweet. He was like, you know, just the way a woman dresses does not give me consent to comment on it. A woman has consent about how far either of us goes or I have consent over what my own body. It was really, really great. And the people who shy away from sex education have to know that that's what creates healthy adults. Yes. That's what actually creates safer sex practices and less teen pregnancy is to be found in teenagers who have had thorough sex education. Exactly. So yay for Planned Parenthood. Yay. Up next was the Vivian. The Vivian in her tic-tac chit-chat felt like mm-hmm. he has come into his own in America against the other queens. She's playing for Trans Lifeline. And she's yes. singing a song that was written by Diane Warren. I love Diane Warren. Me too. Me too. Uh, Diane Warren's written so many hit songs uh, for uh. the movies. Uh, she wrote the Aerosmith song, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, from Armageddon. And she's written hit songs like How Do I Live Without You that Leanne Rimes sang mm-hmm. is a Diane Warren song. She's written so many amazing songs. And she's never won an Oscar. And so that's the she big She hasn't? Thing. She has not won an Oscar, and we've been trying and trying. She's been nominated many times. That surprises me, because she's done so many movies that are famous to this day. That's surprising. To this day. Up next Uh is Monet Exchange. They say that performing all over the world has shown them that there are so many people who want them to succeed and has made them feel comfortable. And she is playing for Color of Change. And that's when she reveals that she is going to do the opera. And they want RuPaul to get out the opera glasses. Oh, I love those (laughs) opera glasses. I can't wait to see how this turns out. (laughs) I can't wait for that. Up next is Evie Oddly. And this is why we want this moment because sometimes we forget or sometimes if you missed a season, you don't know what a certain queen has gone through. Evie is playing for the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Shared a story about his mother being a victim of domestic violence and how he was not able to protect her. And Mm -hmm. that was the reason why she was playing. He also spoke briefly about his degenerative disease. He has a, he has something called hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Yes. And what that is, is it accounts for why Evie is so flexible Mm -hmm. because you're hypermobile. Often people are double jointed or ultra flexible, but it's also a degenerative disease. Yes. With the muscle tissue and everything. And, And she's been suffering from it for quite some time. And she talked briefly about how she's doing all of these things Almost like I'm doing them and appreciating them now because there's going to come a time shortly where I won't be able to. And that's kind of scary and sad. And it's interesting that Evie is also the drag mother of Willow Pill, who also mm-hmm. won, who also has similar degenerative tissue issues. But it was great to kind of get that story from her and learn more about things that I have to Google after the show to have explained to me. Definitely. And she doesn't produce collagen as much. So that's the reason why, you know, she's appreciating the fact that she can bend. And she described it a little bit in her season, like her head wrinkles and things like that. And so it was just, and so it's something for us to look at, but it also stepped up the way I looked at Evie and I admired her 
even yeah. more because of this reveal. Yeah, she's not going to let it stop her. She is finding yeah. it hard to stand in heels and is losing some drag skills, but is trying to laugh and keep pushing forward. And a lot of the queens do have health issues when they come on and they're revealed. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we love also about Drag Race is that these queens push through so much. So that's why a lot of times when we ask squirrel friends, please be nice to them. You don't know what somebody is going through. Yeah. You don't know you what don't they're know going story. through to perform. So, you know, we have to be appreciative of the queens right. that are going through something. And the thing is, like, I think you and I both get it because, like, the thing is, like, nobody asks you to be a stand-up comic. Right. Nobody is insisting that you do that. And when you do start out, you're showing up at the club. It's late at night. You're not making any money. <laughs> There's not a lot of money in it when you start. And similarly, drag is like that, too. You start as part of a lineup in a club someplace, and then you gain a reputation. But it's still a hard way to make a living. So when these girls finally make it to this venue, to this platform, they deserve I think each and every one of them, regardless, deserves a victory parade Definitely. for getting this far. Definitely. Yeah. Up next is Shay Coulee. Shay is playing for the Period Poverty Project. And mm-hmm. she will be singing a song from her album. Mm-hmm. They counted themselves out of the competition, but now sees that they can still make it with the challenge being worth three stars. Right. And she says that it's going to be a Luther Vandross type song. Yeah. So I got excited. Are you a Luther Vandross fan? I, I loved Luther. I never loved too Luther. much, never too much, never too much. <laughs> I love Luther all the way. Luther gained yeah. weight, lost weight. They were like, because, you know, in the black community, we say, I like fat Luther. I like skinny Luther. I said, I just love Luther. It don't matter. I just love Luther. <laughs> do you remember when he was on Oprah after he had a stroke? Yes. And he had to learn to do the simplest things over again. Mm-hmm. I was just, he seemed so delicate and everything. Just uh, got a moment of reflection for the fabulously talented Luther Vandross. We always love Luther. Up Loved next, him. Raja. Mm-hmm. Raja talks about her dad and how proud mm-hmm. he was of her winning Drag Race Season mm-hmm. 3. She's playing for the National Center for Trans Equality. Yes. And she's going to do her dance. And she was very emotional um, mm-hmm. in this conversation, talking about her dad and how proud her dad was. I loved getting to know Raja this season more and more. Yes. Like, I'm yes. friends with Raja. I hardly ever see her. But when we see each other, she's that type of person we kiki right away, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And, but getting to know more of her story and seeing her vulnerability and seeing her skill this season. Yes. Unforgettable look after look after look. I mean, I just couldn't wait for this dance. I knew it would be something mm-hmm. special and unique. So I was definitely yep. waiting for it. Up next, Jinx Monsoon. Jinx is playing for Black Visions Collective. Wow. And I cried. Black yeah. organization. Good for Jinx. Yeah. That's so great. The thing is that Jinx says that they feel lighter and more fun after quitting drinking and going to therapy. Oh. And that got me so emotional. I started boohooing. RuPaul started boohooing. I've never seen RuPaul tear up. Really? And this is my first time seeing him actually mm. tear up. Because I told you, I'm still young in right, this. Right, right. But to see him tear up. You know, because when I did Celebrity Drag Race, mm-hmm. I want to tell people, you do it. It brings out emotion in you. That you start, yeah. like, you start thinking about, oh, what it? and you get emotional. <laughs> yeah. And I felt that when I saw Rue getting emotional. Yeah. And I saw Jinx getting emotional. And I was a mess. Yeah. I had to get myself together. I haven't <laughs> had any alcohol in a year. 
So, and it's, it's, really? yeah, I quit a year ago and it's been, Good for yeah, you. it's been hard because that's my social life. <laughs> yes. Cause you know how you can have a cocktail and then that turns into a three day adventure with the right people. Yeah. I kind of, <laughs> yes. I kind of miss that, but I kind of don't miss kind of the bad choices I was making. I was getting kind of sloppy. Okay. I had a wake up call where I was like, this isn't the best thing for me or my family so I made the decision to quit drinking and I say it out loud in forums like this in public and online to hold myself accountable <laughs> yes so I yeah. think that and people need to understand as comics we are around all booze. kinds of drugs and alcohol oh, yeah. it's like especially booze oh. I mean and you're on the road you know when I first started doing stand-up, I was on the road by myself. Mm-hmm. You get lonely. The club is, is alcohol. Uh, yeah. it's, and you're it's, sleeping in a weird you know, place. You can't fall asleep because uh, you're in like, I don't know where I am, this motel, hotel, whatever. So it's easy to take you know? a drink and to like, you know, a lot of queens work in clubs where people buy you drinks and they give you drink tickets and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think anybody mm-hmm. who performs at night is vulnerable. Yes. And so we all can be vulnerable to it. RuPaul was getting very emotional yeah. talking about his sobriety. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I mean. We all have something. And once we start talking and revealing it, and the reason why, not only is it important for you, Alec, to hold yourself accountable, but when you present it to the public the way you just did, you're helping somebody else. We don't know who is listening, who may be struggling. And it was hard, Lonnie. It was hard to admit it because I was embarrassed. Yeah, I was embarrassed that I felt like, you know, oh, it's such a cliche, you know, oh, you have a drinking problem. And it's kind of like, no, it's it's not that big a deal. It's nothing to be ashamed of. And if you have a problem, there's hope and you can do something about it. Look at RuPaul. I love that RuPaul said all the good things happened to him after he became sober. It's fantastic. Definitely. And our last person, Jada Essence Hall. Jada was emotional about who he wanted to be mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. And he is playing for free black therapy. And let me tell you, in our community, people, black and brown communities, therapy was never a thing for yeah. us. It's like, don't tell people your business. Don't do that. Don't do. Yeah. You know, it's very important. Therapy is very, very important. But those were all the tic-tac, chit-chat conversations. You did that so well, Lonnie. That was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> I really tried to focus. Yeah, yeah. No, that was fantastic. I was trying to focus. <laughs> so, but that was great. So now let's get into the workroom runway day. Oh, gosh. Everybody's so excited. People are stretching. The queens are all excited because all three stars are up for grabs. Monet says there are several scenarios that end in ties for the final four. Yeah. And the queens speculate what's going to break the tie. Is it going to be thumb wrestling, <laughs> lip syncing, wig styling, a battle to the death, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> what's going to be the tiebreaker? I would love a double dutch. Can you do that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To try. Um, yeah. I can do that. And also, all the black girls in my elementary school, uh, I went to, I was bust in San Francisco. I went to an all black elementary and middle school, and then I went to an all black high school. And uh, <laughs> the girls not only did double dutch, they did Chinese jump rope. Did you ever do that with the, the rubber bands are all strung oh, together? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. was crazy. I used to get all caught up in that, you know. <laughs> and that's the thing about the, the workroom. You know, you feel the energy. I think that the queens know that the time is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Trinity even makes the comment that 
this has been the best competition they've ever been involved in. Mm -hmm. And I think that that says something about, you know what, I want to remind people that it's not just them. You have a whole crew of people that are involved in making this show. And you have PAs, you have directors, you have assistant directors, Mm -hmm. you have, you know, so many people. And everyone has this positive energy that is bustling, oh. and it's and and they work so hard. They work long hours, you know. And we've seen yeah. it, Alex. I love Trinity it. at the beginning of the show dragging Jada Essence Hall around by her feet and just kind of <laughs> <laughs> dragging her around. And, and they're laughing, and afterwards, Jada Essence Hall says, "I want to go again." But I love, I love the camaraderie that's taken place this season. It's definitely been a really great season. I enjoy drama just as much as the next person but yes when it gets too much that's why i'm not a big housewives fan i like i can enjoy it but after a while i'm kind of like this is so petty stop yeah yeah stop. well th- i and this is my personal opinion like everything else has been right, right, but right. what i love about drag race is that it gives you things that a lot of reality shows aren't giving you mm. and it's like you don't have to depend on drama so much it's good hearted fun or ribbing yeah. but you've got fashion you've got competition you've mm. got plays it's just so many different things that's so different and that is a testament to why it's been on for 14 it's seasons fun exactly it's fun. that's it's what it's fun. supposed to be and talking about fun let's get into the maxi challenge Rue walks in. Okay. This was not my favorite look on Rue for the season. <laughs> it was a gingham catsuit. Which you, you don't think gingham like your bandana catsuit. That's why I thought your your Instagram outfit was inspired by Drag Race. This is a gingham catsuit. It is red and white checked like a tablecloth. But it's a catsuit. And again, there's no reason why this should work. It's not one of my favorites, but it's fantastic. She took a fashion risk. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's just not my favorite. Okay. What do you think? With the white hair, I yeah. you know I love a good jumpsuit, and I just yeah. think RuPaul looks good. I mean, but it's, it did kind of look like a walking tablecloth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, maybe if she had had like a train made out of ants following her and like a hot dog or hamburger on each titty maybe i don't know but it was you know it's rupaul it's her world we just live in it the guest stars were hannah einbinder from hacks have you watched that show i love her so good i love her in hacks along with gene smart um wonderful funny young woman and she had a cute outfit it was a powder blue top with a a matching tie and carson and michelle were also also there so now we're gonna get into the the variety variety show. show oh before i get too excited let's take a break snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome back, school friends. Let's get into this wildly entertaining and deeply heartfelt maxi challenge. Up first was Trinity. She was doing a singing and line dancing. How did you like it? She did kind of an Ellie Mae Clampett type thing with Daisy Duke cutoffs. And her song was all about being Southern. And I like how she says, in the South, you can say to somebody, you're an idiot by saying, bless your heart. I thought that was a clever. Because my Southern (laughs) friends, they said, that's a really passive aggressive way to tell somebody to fuck off. Is you go, bless your heart or I'll pray for you. You're in my prayers. No, I love that. I was surprised that. that there were dancers they didn't show them rehearsing yes. for this. So this, these are full-on mm-hmm. musical numbers. Again, Trinity does no wrong by me. She's great. I thought it was a lot of fun. At the very end, they splashed her with iced tea. That was I hilarious. thought that was hilarious. And that was she was that splashed was a great with sweet finale. tea, like flash dance. And it was that was really funny. Yeah, like that. remember the flash dance, that dance where <laughs> so like, really she just kind of pulls the lever and all that water falls on her. So good. All that, that was yeah. her. That was my drag mom. Up next was Evie Oddly. She actually did yeah. a switcheroo. Yeah. She was singing and she had a box coming out, but it wasn't her. She, she came, came out, out the, the box. box, but we thought mm-hmm. initially it was her that yeah. was pulling the box, but it was her in the box. How did you like her? She came out in this pink panther pantsuit, this kind of like crop top, almost like a pink tube top with two different color legs of pink and almost like a pink fedora. She was all pink. And she did one of her own original songs, which was a lot of fun. Again, you know, showing what's unique about her. She did every single flip and gymnastic move that she could do. And I could see why she was emotional about it. Because if you're able to do that, it's like dancers have a very short career. You know, it's like there's a very small window for you to be a professional dancer. We're talking like five to ten years. And then you reach a point where you either have to teach or become a choreographer. And so watching her felt a little emotional to me and it was just lovely. She did the rap. She did Mm -hmm. dance. She did flip. She was excellent. Next was Jada Essence Hall. She was singing. She started doing this like graffiti board. And then she had this wonderful outfit. Describe the outfit. The outfit was kind of like she had these lace up boots that went almost up to her thigh, thigh high boots, almost like a leotard up top, but it was designed as like a tribute to her season 12 look. But it was kind of like a 90s hip hop dancer up top and her rap was 
Very good. It wasn't a really complicated rap. I always like when raps are really basic. Like, whenever I want to do a, a horrible rap, the first thing I think of is, my name's Fred Flintstone, and I'm here to say, I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, she I love great. that. She was great. Jinx Monsoon came up next, and she stopped the show with her vocals. Yes. And she had on this beautiful powder blue. That was really satin, nice. Yeah. And, sat, and she kind of, yeah. one of the judges said she looked like a mix between Jane Jetson and some 50s starlet. <laughs> yeah, way. it's a beautiful asymmetrical gown. It was skin tight and it had two different lengths on one side. So it was almost like cut on the diagonal. And she wore her signature Jinx Monsoon red wig. She sang her own song. She has a nightclub act that she does with her performing partner, Major Scales. And she sings all the time. I've heard her sing live. She's wonderful. Mm. And this was kind of her tribute to Don't Sleep on Her. It was referencing her (laughs) her season when she was the girl with narcolepsy. Right. And now she's the ugly duckling who's turned out to be a drag race queen. And it was fun. I enjoyed her. I love it. Up next was Shay Coulee. She she stopped the show. (laughs) She stopped the show. She had on this Chaka Khan wig. She had on a suit top with no pants. So the bottom half was like all black stockings and black high heels. She had a fan at the end of the runway blowing on her wig. So anytime she came all the way downstage, she looked like a rock star. She was giving Beyonce energy. Her choreography was so on point. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. She remained center stage. You couldn't take her eyes off her, even though she was surrounded by gorgeous dancers. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was a full-on video, and it was her original song, and I really loved it. She stopped the show. I was like, stopped I was like, it. okay, she stopped it. Stopped the show. Yeah. Up next, Raja. Raja came out with a Balinesian dance with the perfect, appropriate, and authentic Balinese costume. And it was very emotional. You could see she was completely present in it. Even if yes. you aren't familiar with the culture of it or anything, I could feel like this was the most vulnerable and authentic Raja has been. It wasn't a costume. It wasn't a high fashion look. It was like something that was from her culture, from her childhood, and really personal. And I felt that watching it. And this is why it's important to have people of different cultures, to have inclusivity in all competitions, because we learn something and we learn to appreciate other cultures and cultures that are different than ours. So this was a great moment, whether it's Shay or whether it's the Vivian with the British culture, all culture is important and you can learn something from it. So I thought it was a great moment. I think about that a lot. You know, struggling in New York when I was first starting out, living in New York and I was 18 years old, no money, working a million different jobs. I thought about it recently. I met people from all over the world. At every job, I met Russian people, I met people from the Dominican Republic who would teach me dirty words in every language. (laughs) They would invite me back to their places for dinner. I would try food that I'd never tried before. I mean, all Mm -hmm. day, Czechoslovakian, Polish, Puerto Rican, and kind of living in a city gives you that opportunity. And I'm sure you've had that experience with all the billions of different jobs you've had. It's like you run into so many people. Well, that's what makes me appreciate people, Mm -hmm. you know, is that I want to find out about them and I want yeah. to know about them and that's why I appreciate doing different things and learning different things. You're and curious. Not everybody's like that. Some people are like, eh, yuck. Yeah, they all into themselves, but not me. I like <laughs> to find out about everybody else. So, you know, up next was the Vivian and she was singing Bitch on Heels. <laughs> yes. I liked her song because she was like, I'm the best person you'll ever meet, but if you catch me at the wrong time, 
I'm a bitch on heels. I thought that was so much fun. Yeah. And she was super blonde. They all kind of did this kind of like, I guess when you're in drag and you want to dance and you want to be able to move, they're all kind of doing this leotard with boots. So, you know, I get it. I get the comfort thing. Kennedy Davenport's a big dancing queen. So she always dresses like this. I almost wish they'd change it up a little bit. I mean, just for them to be able to move, I admire that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, (sighs) Monet with (sighs) the opera. Oh. (laughs) I felt like she became a whole other person with this performance. Different. Different. Yeah. All of a sudden, she was like Juilliard or something. Let's describe the hair. She had this updo of hair that was almost kind of like Angeria's finale hair for season 14. It was just orbs and black balls and stuff, all kind of in a glitter constellation in an updo. And she wore kind of like a classic evening gown off the shoulder with a corset. And she sang in her deep bass opera voice. And the combination mm. of her in this kind of like a night at the Met look mm-hmm. and her singing opera, I was like, wow, she's classy! Because mm-hmm. all season long, she's been serving Brooklyn culture and street yes. culture, and this kind of like turned as like, oh, it's like when somebody gets up to the piano and starts playing classical piano, and you're like, oh, they're smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. educated. And this kind yeah. of like, just revealed a whole new layer to her I'd never seen before. It was so cool. What did you think? I just thought it was beautiful, yeah. and I love when Monet beats her face. It, she has the most beautiful skin. Beautiful. Just beautiful. And then the gracefulness with the singing. Yeah. It was just, it was really a great moment. I mean, all of them were great. There was no runway category because yeah. of the variety show. Right. So the queen stayed in their talent looks. Yeah. Who was your top person? All right. I'm a big Jinx Monsoon stan. She can do no wrong by me. And she was fine. She did what she, she understood the assignment. She came out and she slayed, but there was something about Shea Coulee in this performance of this song where she was like, she knew the stakes. Mm -hmm. And so her dancing, you could not take your eyes off of her. She was absolutely beautiful. And then Monet, just kind of like, you know, that thing is like when everybody's zigging and somebody else is zagging. She did not do her own song. She was not in a leotard and boots. She came out and did something so unexpected and really just turned the party. I thought she was great. So my top two were what the judges agreed on, which was Shay and Monet. Shay and Monet. Yeah, I had them and I had Evie as mm-hmm. a very close second. I yes. thought doing those flips and the cartwheels and all of that right. was just excellent. But all of the queens killed it. The judges gave their critiques and then they did a, a little deliberation. Yeah, they get three they get stars. Three. So the total so far is Monet now has five. Mm. Shay and Jinx now have four. And they're told that they're going to make it to the SmackDown. Yep. And that was a great moment because there was a tie for the fourth spot between Trinity and Jada. Okay. And because there was a tie and because Monet had the most stars... RuPaul says that you have the opportunity to pick. And I was like, this is where the alliance comes through. Can you imagine the pressure? Can you? I don't want to be in that position. I lose sleep if I feel that I've hurt somebody's feelings. If I was like, I'm the reason you're not going to be up for $200,000, I would feel really, really bad about that. But there was a split second, Lonnie, 
where I was thinking, what if she doesn't go with this alliance? What if she at the last minute no. decides... I didn't, you didn't I, think she was going to do it? I felt in my heart that those two, because of the fact that they were both tied, because throughout all these episodes, mm-hmm. they have been as one. Yep. They have been true to each other. And Monet don't come off as like that type of chick. Yeah, she doesn't come she off as shady. She just don't come off as, as yeah. disloyal yeah. and shady yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But that would have been terrible. That would have been, she could have like lost a billion fans if she will. You know what? Uh, I'm going to choose the Vivian. <laughs> or, you know, but I was glad that she chose Trinity. The Twinner Alliance paid off. Mm-hmm. Monet picked Trinity. So. So the final four is Monet, Trinity, Jinx, and Shay. I'm happy with that final four. Wow. That was great. But then there was another twist. There's another twist. So right before, (laughs) so they bring all those four girls forward and the four are in the back. And Ruth says, more will be revealed. Right. And the Vivian just broke down and said, stop. Right. Just stop. (laughs) I can't take it anymore. You know, when I looked at the Vivian, I could see the disappointment. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, Yeah. I could see. All the other girls were kind of like, you know, but I think the Vivian, you could really see the disappointment, which is why when RuPaul said there's more to be revealed, it's like, okay, really? You're going to put me through more (laughs) after all this? It's like on the Oscars where they split up the screen with the nominees and you see all their faces and you see the face of the person that wins and there's always one face. It's like, God damn it. Okay. If I'm ever nominated for anything and I don't get it, I'm going to look right in the camera and start swearing and just just to give everybody something to look at. Love it. So we have Shay and Monet. They're doing the lip sync because yeah. they were the top two. And they did Supernova. And it was a great lip sync. And Shay won. She won. She won $10,000 and she won $30,000 for her charity. And the surprise was that all the other queens for their charities get a gift of $10,000 so as well. I thought that was so, so sweet. Okay? And that lip sync was so great. I've watched it like four it times. Good. Like, I've watched it over and over again. Just how they moved in unison. Like, they did the same walk down the runway together at the same yes. time. They did the same lay down together at the same time. This was one of my favorite lip syncs. My other favorite lip sync is another All-Stars between Tatiana and Alyssa Edwards. They did Shut Up and uh-huh. Drive by Rihanna. Absolutely. Yes, I remember that. killed me. That was, I think this was on that level. Well, you know what? We have the top... We have the top four. Mm-hmm. We have Shay as our winner, but we still have the other four, the bottom four. Yes. And I was like, what is Rue going to do? Uh-huh. So Rue brings the bottom four back up and she tells them how much they mean to mm-hmm. her, to their fans, mm-hmm. and that she has come up with a way to show them that they're important too. Yes. So Carson pulls out a silver briefcase and they will compete in their own lip sync smackdown. Wow. All four. I thought that was genius. Yeah, I thought it was great. And I thought it was a great way to honor them. Well, when Carson <laughs> opened up the briefcase, he said, you're going to play for $49,000, right? And then Michelle, you know, says, okay, here, you know, and gives another thousand to make it $50,000. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Hey, Alec, I'm going to practice saying La La Perusa. La La Perusa. Am I saying that right? <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. I'm going to practice saying La La Perusa during a quick commercial break. La La Perusa. La La Perusa. La La Perusa. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. And we're back. Let's see if I can pronounce this shit in one try. (laughs) So next week, there are going to be two lip sync Lala Perusas. Oh, you got it. You got it. Lala Perusa, you got it. I think you should win $50,000. I guess give me 50. Okay. And so I thought this was, you have a top and a bottom. Yeah, Yeah. get it? So perfect for RuPaul's Drag Race. So next week, there's going to be two lip sync Smackdowns with two competing teams of four. And the $50,000 Smackdown, they'll be crowned queen of She Already Done Had Herses. <laughs> and the other ones will be crowned queen of all queens. This is, all this queens. is an episode you do not want to miss. This has been the <sighs> best season ever. So what was your favorite moment from the show? The Tic Tac Chit Chat yeah. was my favorite moment. Getting to know the queens a little bit more. Getting to know the reason why they're playing for certain charities and getting to hear their stories. It was it was yeah. just great. I just thought it yeah. was great. What about you? I'm a cancer. I'm very sentimental. So yes. hearing Raja speak emotionally about her experience of her parents losing her at the airport... <sighs> when she was a little boy and them finding her dancing on the top of a set of suitcases at the airport and how much that was her father's favorite Mm. memory. That was a lovely, lovely moment. Who was your favorite queen? Uh, My favorite queen, I would say, would be Evie Adley. Yeah. Um, Because of, you know, I didn't know about the health issues. Mm. Many things were revealed about his mom being a domestic violence survivor. So to be able to perform and to, you know, not use that as an excuse to not perform. I just saw Evie in a whole different light. What about you? I mean, it's kind of like, what am I complaining about? You know, it's like people like that make me look really terrible. (laughs) (laughs) No. If I'm the slightest bit inconvenienced, I'm like, I'm going back to bed. Um, My favorite (laughs) queen, this, I love a comeback story. And Shay Coulee went from having one star Uh. to being in the finale. And it was all based on this performance, which was an absolute knockout in her performance and in the lip sync, which I'll probably watch again right after we finish. So do you stand by your original (laughs) winner? That's a really dumb question at this point. This is the last episode, and I'm going to stick with Jinx. Okay. What about you? I'm going to stick with Trinity, um, because if I change over to Jinx, 
then it's like, can we have the same person? We yeah, really can't, can. can we? We can? Yeah. Well, then we'll it. both. It's our podcast. We'll both, you can do we'll whatever. Both, okay, I'll, I'm sticking with Jinx. I'm going to switch to Jinx. <laughs> Jinx is going to Jinx is gonna take it. And I think that RuPaul will reward Jinx based on her performance this season because she's given a, a lot of unforgettable performances this season. Again, if you love Drag Race, Squirrel Friends, and yes. you go online, show these queens your love. Just say hi, just say good job, just point out the things that you love about them. Let's change the culture of yes. drag race fans by keeping cruelty out of it, by keeping racism out of it, by keeping transphobia, homophobia, anything mean off of social media. And you know what? Let's be nice to Alec Mappa for his <laughs> birthday. You can wish me happy birthday or just say hello. We love hearing from you. You can find me at Alec Mappa on Instagram and Twitter. Where can we find you, Lonnie Love? At Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram, at Lonnie Love on Twitter. Listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. And if you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us. Five stars, please. And tell everyone you've ever met. <laughs> Catch new episodes of All Stars. Season 7 on Paramount+. Plus. We'll see you next time for an all-new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.